This is episode number 204 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're a DIYer or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another live episode of the Homeowner Show here in the studio. How you doing, Kev? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I don't have any, like, words of wisdom today, so... Nothing life-changing to share no. with the peoples? No, I'm... I mean, life is about to get back to normal because the school's starting. Ooh. Yep. Happening this week? Well, not for me. Well, not... Well, you aren't in school. Well, and my kids don't <laughs> go back for another two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Jeez. Okay, well... Mine go back on Thursday. You excited? I'm excited. Yeah? Mainly because I'm just ready to get kind of a... Tired of your kids? Of, no, I love my kids. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm ready for Maybe a just sense one of, of them? No, depends on the day. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for a sense of normalcy to where it's just like routine. Uh-huh. They, I, they just... They need some routine. You right. know what I mean? Like they... This doing different they things get it from you. every day. No. <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> I do not live a life of routine most of the time in the summer. Um, that is not the case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just ready for things to just kind of go to a... I think everybody, whether you want to admit it or not, you like routine. Routine mm. is what people need. And the people that say, oh, I just like this spontaneous life, they're Liars. <laughs> liars. They you don't. Think so? Yes, they don't like it. I like it. They no, you don't. I do. Like because here's the thing, you. you I, I think you don't you, get to tell me what I like. Oh, I do. I and I will. <laughs> uh, because here's the thing. I think we like to kind of have an idea of what's coming. We don't like things to hit us and just be like, I have no idea what's happening tomorrow. Eventually, you get to a point where I'm where you're like, no, I just need I need things to be normal consistent uh, like okay. even if you have it planned out that's those are different. two different things the normal and consistent are two different things i, I disagree well, then you're wrong okay <laughs> i'm fine with being wrong no it's good because you live most of your life that i way. was i was wrong well <laughs> look i thought i was wrong once but i was wrong and the, <laughs> and the tour continues <laughs> exactly how are you man i'm doing all right just all right yeah Okay. Yeah. No, we, uh, so, um, before we get in the meat of it, I mean, uh, just, uh, uh, two things. One, we got to, uh, help get a lot of, uh, backpacks. Oh yeah. Out this last week, uh, cool. to kids in foster care. Nice. Which was great. Um, people in our network contributed, people from our church contributed. Um, I think we ended up handing out like well over a hundred and some odd backpacks. Jeez. So are they, do they have like just school supplies in them? Or yeah, they're full, like full food, of school supplies. Like food and clothing I don't, or any, I don't think there's any food. Well, you can't really do food and clothing because you don't really know. like Sizes and yeah. all that. So you try and get the stuff that they need for yeah. school. That, well, let me tell you, man, it's absolutely ridiculous how much it costs to yes. go to school. Like just to show up, public school, free. Right, it's not, we all know it's not free, right? <laughs> uh, we're paying for it. But like. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like I'm dishing out money to go to public school, except for the fact that I got to buy two hundred dollars worth of school supplies for each student. Right. Right. You know, it's a lot for sure. Yeah, it, it is a lot. And like the backpacks themselves have oh, gotten ridiculous. They are. 
Um, well, I, you know, I don't know that they've gotten ridiculous. They've probably been ridiculous for a long time. But um, here's what I tell you about mm-hmm. them, though. Those backpacks, Yeah, I don't care what you get. Like, you know those canvas Jansports? Dude. With the leather on the bottom? Yep. I have those, one still. That's what I was about to say. They still exist. From, from high school, <laughs> I have one. Oh, I know. They still exist because they were made to last. Yeah. These, like, now... It's like day two. That thing opens without the zipper. The like, zipper's closed. It opens anyway. Like you say that we we had one that we handed a little girl, mm. and like as soon as we handed it to her, it ripped. Oh, I don't I don't doubt it. And she, I mean, like, so we had to get her another one. Yeah, because I mean, her was, heart was also ripped. <laughs> yes, right there, <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and there's no way we were sending her with a ripped backpack. No. Absolutely so, not. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> so, dude, the other thing is I did my first reverse sear last night. Ooh. Really? Yeah. The, uh, look, you, as a cook, uh-huh. did your first reverse sear? Yep. That surprises me on a lot of levels. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, like, I'd heard a couple people tell me that they were doing it. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't even know what it was till yesterday. What? Yeah. Okay, Okay, well, I got to know how how to go and what do you think? It was good. It was they, I did it with ribeyes. Okay, and they were like about an inch and a half. Okay, so I mean, like it. I, well, and I did it in our um, air fryer. Oh, so you cooked them in the air fryer, or you seared them in the air fryer? I did the reverse. So, like, I I did the like the roasting. Okay, part so of it you, in yeah, the air fryer, which it's, it's, you can't really like sear in an air fryer, can you? Well, you can, yeah. Like it's a broiler, I guess. Yeah, you, but... could do, you could do the broiler if you really wanted to. I didn't do that. Okay, um, but yeah, I had. Um, I liked the the metal mesh mm. tray that mm-hmm. we have in the air fryer, and mm. it's it's a convection oven. Sure. Um, so yeah, I just I did it in there, and it was it's honestly a lot quicker because oh, it I'm comes sure. it comes to temp a lot faster. Yeah, it's, it's just such a smaller space for yeah everything. Just it cooks. That's the beauty of the air fryer. Yeah, it's it's an oven. It is. It really. I mean, people are like, "Oh, look at my air fryer." I'm like, "I got a broiler." It's the same thing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but yours is smaller. Yeah, <laughs> and I love them. They, yeah, they're no, they're cool. They're the, <clears throat> well, all the different. You you have a lot more options with an air fryer than you do with a regular oven. Absolutely. I mean, like you can dehydrate in that thing. Yeah. So I mean, like it. You can do some cool stuff in there. But anyway, so it was my first reverse here. It was a ribeye. It was pretty simple. Um, but what just like took it over the, the edge, uh, over the top, as far as like being like a good steak, cause yeah. I made a, uh, a, a gorgonzola thyme butter. I knew there was going to be butter involved. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, and like, I didn't, I didn't like just get butter and like mix it with those things. Okay. Like, I made the butter. Oh, you churned it? Yeah. Nice. Like, and I churned it with those ingredients. Ooh. Yeah. That, I... I'll tell you, I've never churned butter. <laughs> How long does that take? Uh, if you have a food processor, oh. next to nothing. I I do have a food processor. Yeah, so like I love my food processor. Food processor is oh. a giant fast yeah. churn. It, okay, that's interesting. My wife is all like, "Why do we have this appliance?" I'm like, "Because yeah. it's amazing." Yeah, Whenever you, you can do a lot of things. You yeah. can you can make some of the best pie dough you've ever made in your life using a, a food processor. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and need that uh, recipe there, Craig. I can tell you it right now. Okay, tell me. It is a block of cream cheese, Got a it. stick of butter, and a cup of flour, and an that, egg. That's it? That's it. Best pie dough ever. 
Okay, we'll find out because that's easy. (laughs) And I have a food processor that my wife thinks we don't use enough. So pie, pie. But you, I mean, you could, but like that. I mean, you you probably want to put a little salt in there unless you're using salted butter. But there's quite a bit of salt in cream cheese, so it really kind of depends on your your flavor, your taste. Yeah, if you like things extra salty, but you don't just have to use it for like sweet pies. Mm. I used to use it to make like chicken pot pies. Really, all the time. Yeah. And then it makes really good chicken pot pie dough. Well, I'll tell you, like, I I never liked chicken pot pie because I had, like, the Marie calendars or whatever. Uh-huh. Those things suck. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I, it was whenever we were, uh, we just had our first child. Uh-huh. And, you know, people bring you food. Right. Well, someone brought us a chicken pot pie, and I was like, son of a gun, this is going to be terrible. Like, because <laughs> you never know. It's like, some people are like, here's Texas Roadhouse. Right. And then other people are like, Chicken pot pie. And I'm like, <laughs> this is going to suck. Uh-huh. Um, it would have beat Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. It was that good. A good chicken pot pie? Yeah, it, it was that good. And I, I was like, this. I don't know what she did to this, but uh-huh. I got a recipe. And and I think the dough makes... The dough makes a big difference. All the difference in the now, world. Now, have you ever had shepherd's pie? Yes, I have. That's actually... I prefer uh, that over... Well, I think I think I do too. Pie. But um, I think I do too. But I I don't know that I've had the best shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've been told is where I need to get shepherd's pie is at the Goose's Acre. It's okay. Okay. Well, that's just what I'm just telling you what I've heard. Sure. I mean, so, it's not it's not bad. Yeah. But I mean, like, sorry, I'm not a I'm not a huge Goose's Acre fan. Yeah. No, it's you're it's not. a it's a great location. Yeah. Like the, I mean, the venue's nice. The venue good the venue's beer selection. Nice. Yeah. But. That's a, that's a, yeah. That's about where my love affair ends with them. Interestingly enough, like I got the uh, chicken fresh steak when I was there, I loved it. Really? Yes, I did. And I've had Frank's chicken fresh steak, <laughs> <laughs> which is the superior chicken fresh steak that I've ever had. Yeah. So anyway, do did I did I tell you about the one I had over here at Kitchen Tales? Yeah, that's the. You uh, said it was good, but it's not it's not chicken fried steak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Tell me about it, it again. Well, it's, I mean, they 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 market it as a um, schnitzel. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I forget. The, it's, but it's like a chicken fried steak? Yeah. Well, schnitzel is like a chicken fried steak. Sure. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I've never seen it marketed as a schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> um, my problem with most chicken fried steak that you get at restaurants is it's steak with batter that they just kind of throw around it. Right. And then you have to cut your steak and like grab the batter as you eat the steak because sure. it all falls <laughs> off. Like you did not know how to make this thing stick. Right. So I don't like those. Yeah, no, that's no good. And, and this one was different because it was uh, wild game. And I can't oh. remember. It's not, it's, I mean, it's, it's a kind of deer, but it's not deer. Oh, um, is it the, is it, is it uh, the, the black? Um, it's a big gray. African oh, zebra. No. <laughs> Hippopotamus. Uh, that's in the horse family. I'm gonna rhinoceros. Up, I'm going to pull up their menu here. Elephant. I'm naming gray, el- gray elephants, rhinoceros. These are all gray animals. Hang on. I'm uh, almost there. Are you? So, I, I want, my favorite uh, chicken fried steak is definitely venison. Oh. That's what my, that's what my mom made all the time yeah growing up no i don't i love backstrap oh yeah that's what we used 
I mean, and they're they're like little cutlets. Okay, right? so but, okay, so this is this is how it is on the menu. It's a venison venison schnitzel. Oh, but it's Neil guy. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like it, it technically is venison, right? But it's from a Neil guy. Okay, which you can hunt here in Texas. Oh, interesting. Um, so, I would eat that, it's, and I would probably enjoy it. It's super good. Yeah, and it has which, like a beer gravy, which is interesting because like I've never been to Kitchen Tales. So it's actually I've, it's really good. I've I've heard that, but I've it's weird because I don't know. It's like it's not a place that I think oh that's where I want to go eat dinner. Mm-hmm. But I've heard it's really good. It's close. It's it's been it's been good for us because it's it's we can take our kids there and yeah. like they have a pretty accessible kids menu. Really, um, and they got burgers and stuff on the sure. menu. But like they you know wine, beer, cocktails. So I mean, full service. Interesting. It's, it's been good. I mean, like even when we've gone, I've I've taken like a few clients there for lunch. Okay, and it's it's been good. Interesting. So anyway, interesting. But enough with our uh, first world problems, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Let me tell you, there is nothing like making you feel that you are way too hoity-toity and like you got. Issues that are not issues mm. than going to a third world country and spending a week there, which is what I did about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And it's not my first time. It's my third time to be in Honduras. I've been to Nicaragua twice. Okay. Um, and so those are, those are my main experiences with third world countries. And um, I don't know. Have you ever been to a third world country? Uh, I, I guess it depends on, so, like, I've, I've been to the Ukraine twice. Oh. I don't know that they're considered a third world country. So. I don't think so. There are parts of it that you go through, though. Oh, the, I mean, it, it is. The same here, like, southeast Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they, they got one pair of underwear. Yeah. And they're... Not even wearing it. Well, I mean, like the, the the parts of the Ukraine that I rem- I remember vividly is people still having like thatch roofs. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, like that. It, and it wasn't like, oh, that's rare. Where yeah. that's rare. Right. It was like, no, we just that's like the tenth house now in right. a row that's like it's got a thatch roof. Right. Like, and that's and they were farmers. Yeah. And just living out in the middle of nowhere. Well, what were their houses made out of? Do you remember? Um. You know, it was it was different stuff. I mean, yeah. some of them had like rocks. Some of them had like pieces of wood. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them had windows. I mean, it was built yeah. out of like lumber. Yeah, okay. But they still had a thatch roof. Interesting. Um, so that, and then I've been um, in southern Mexico, mm-hmm. which again, like Mexico is not a third world country, no. but there are areas. Areas, yep. Where I where I was at, it's. I mean, like if you're familiar with Mexico, is San Luis Potosi and Halitla. Mm. Uh, it's up in the mountains, and so most of the people that we were engaged with did not speak Spanish. Sure, they spoke some, you know, native dialect. Right. So interesting. So we had to have translators for, for our translators. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's getting that's getting out there. Well, so, so we uh, where, where we were working it was down, but like all all of Honduras is considered like it a is third world. Oh yeah, okay. And and everywhere you go, you know why? I mean, like even even so now they've they've just built a new airport. Okay, in uh, in Camayagua is the name of the place, 
but it used to be Tegucigalpa is where, where you would fly into, but that airport has basically shut down to American flights. And is it because it's not safe? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I say that. I, there's, there's probably more reasons. Sure. But it's, it's just, I don't know. They, they've, they've built this new uh, they got a new one. airport. Yeah. That's where you fly in and out of. Uh, from there, it, it's uh, about a four-hour, three-and-a-half to four-hour drive to where we go south. Okay. And um, we're we're almost on the Nicaraguan border. Um, in fact, where, where we're at, you can see Nicaragua. Um, it's up in the mountains. It's gorgeous. If you've never been to, like, some of these Central American uh, areas, mm-hmm. they're gorgeous. Um in fact, there's some really nice touristy areas in Honduras, like Roatan. Right, is a, is a super touristy. I know area. a lot of people go there for Absolutely. a vacation. Absolutely, I mean it's beautiful, and just the people are amazing. They're just so happy you're there, and they're kind and great, and all that. And, and like the the American dollar has been devalued quite <laughs> a bit recently, um, but it's still twenty four to one mm-hmm. uh, for for the uh, Honduran money and. Uh, Limps, uh, Limpira is the okay. They call it limps. I mean, did it did um, it seem like the like your American dollar still went as far as you would expect it to go there, or is oh, it, it like way further, or is it that their value, their money is so devalued? You, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean the, the thing is like the amount of the amount of money that we would spend on something to them is insurmountable. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Right. So, um, so let's get into this for a minute. So we, uh, our whole mission while we were down there was to build 10 latrines. Okay. And we're calling them latrines because that's, that's what they are. But, but it's basically like a glorified porta potty, mm-hmm. but it's not portable. <laughs> we're, we're building it into, uh, into their, uh, land basically. Mm-hmm. So, so the way it works is um, we, we partner with a local mission there called Mission Lazarus, and uh, they do all kinds of stuff. In fact, they just built a million-dollar facility um, for education. Okay. And it's absolutely amazing. I, I need to show you some pictures because I don't know how I – would, I would be a horrible student mm-hmm. because you're literally in, in a glass building overlooking the mountains. Oh, wow. I would never pay attention. But um, <laughs> they see it every day. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's uh, it's like the uh, the number one school in all of that area because it's just really good, really well run, and they also have a great medical facility. Uh, they own a coffee plantation, and so they employ, like, I think they have, like, 70 women mm-hmm. that they employ. Um and pay them a man's wage. Okay. To, which down there is a big, big difference. I mean, it's less than half what a woman would get versus a man, which I know here, maybe not necessarily all that different, mm-hmm. but, um, but very, very repressed, uh, women are. And so they pay them men's wage. Um, and they employ a lot of women. They, they pick the coffee cherries. They, they pick them by hand. Right. Like basically, and they, there's there's more efficient ways to do it, but there's not more, uh, there's not better ways to give people jobs, sure, <laughs> and sure. do it more economically yeah. as far as that goes. Uh, but they do they have that; and it's amazing. Um, 
they have an orphanage, um, and so they they run an orphanage there as well. Um, there's there's all kinds of stuff we could get into all of it, but it doesn't really matter uh, based on what we did. But what they do is they they teach uh, people how to build and how to do things. Like they've got a whole. Uh, they've got a leather working shop. They build leather goods. They ship them to the U.S. and other countries and, and sell them. They also have a woodworking shop, so they're teaching um, boys and girls how to do woodworking. Yeah. And all of these are trades that they can make good money at, you know. Uh, they've got a sewing school, all kinds of stuff. But So they prefabricate these, these latrines. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things they do is they pour these slabs, um, and they're 42 inches by 42 inches. And they put um, put rebar in it and everything. They're about three inches thick, and then they put angle iron on the on the corners, um, and then they put a, basically a hole in the middle and a and a hole on the side for a vent. Um, <clears throat> and so then they build uh, a house around it, a metal siding, you know three sides and a, and a door uh-huh. and that fits down into the angle iron basically. And then the roof. And so they, they prefabricate all of these and then they take them apart mm-hmm. much like you would do. A, a lot of metal buildings are built this way where they fabricate them in a massive, you know, 10 acre warehouse and then they deconstruct them, move them on site and rebuild them. Right. That's basically what we did. Um, but it's all done by hand. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, so... Uh, you mean the metal buildings are all put together by hand? Yes. Okay. And the the cement and in making concrete, you're mixing cement and sand and water. Uh, doing it like a wheelbarrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of times you do it on the ground. Oh, you just you do it on the ground. Dump it in there and dump mix it, it around. Dump it on the ground. And, and that's that's actually an art. Uh, it's something we have to learn while we're down there. An art. You put all that on the ground you make like a basically a volcano pour the water in it mm-hmm. and then you slowly just mix it all in so that none of the water runs out and then you just start churning that thing hmm. um with two shovels basically yeah. um and so but the slab is already built uh and then you we take it in these little uh toyota hilux uh trucks mm-hmm. uh they're awesome <laughs> awesome they're like a they're just like a quarter quarter ton truck okay um but they don't pass emissions here in the (laughs) states so they can get them here yeah um but anyway we we have to have a four-wheel drive vehicle where we go most of the places because it's in the mountains and uh the best way to describe where we went Mm -hmm. was a mountainous dry riverbed okay so imagine driving through the mountains in a dry riverbed that's where we went and I mean, it. I don't know how far we went. We we might have gone eight miles, and it took us an hour, mm-hmm. just because it's extremely treacherous roads. Um, and nobody goes down there. I mean, the people that go down there are politicians to get their vote, mm-hmm. and religious people to try to change their minds. That's it. Um, and honestly, they don't want any of them there. <laughs> they. I mean, if, if you were to come in and, and and you know treat them like people, yeah, they would. What they they do, they welcome you all day long. Yeah. Um, but if you're just coming down there to to use them, it's like anybody who wants that. Yeah. Right. Um. 
but a lot of a lot of politicians come in with like empty promises. Like for example, I think you told me like they were trying like there was like empty electric lines or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like we were we were driving down the road and I was like, hey, I see electrical poles here, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, yeah, of course, because a politician told them that they were going to bring electricity to them, even installed the poles. Yeah, went so far. But it's as been to- like it's been like seven or eight years. There's nothing on them, you know, huh. just. That kind of junk, you know, which, you know, I, look, I get politicians do what politicians do, but it, it's crummy, you know? Yeah. I mean, th- these people are forgotten and they're, they don't, nobody cares about them. Um, and so we have to load all this stuff up, take it all down there. And then like these slabs, they weigh like 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. And so you get like minimum four guys on these things, but like, one of these things we had to carry up probably a quarter mile up a mountain. Mm-hmm. It took a while <laughs> because it's not like like open road. You're having it's like, like a little trail. By, carry it by hand. Yeah. Why? Because there's no way to get it there. Like you can't put it in the back of a truck. Nope. Why? There's no road. Okay. I mean, we're. I, I don't, I'm gonna have to show you some video of this too. Like. Where we went, we went to the place where there was no more road. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's just a trail to get to these people's house. I need, like, a pair of donkeys. Well, some people have horses. Uh-huh. Um, but even then, we're not, you're not putting a 400-pound slab on a horse. Put it on maybe, like, a cart behind it or something? Maybe. But, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, like, there, there, there's just... It was very difficult because, like... I mean, was, I've, I've done some mountain construction before, and so, like, I, I get it. I mean, like, sometimes you just got to get stuff to there, and the only way to do it is... Is move it. You're back. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, so, we we had six people on this thing until, like, there was no more... It was too narrow, and so people would have to peel off because you were going to get, like, hit by a tree or something. <laughs> um, and so, people would peel off and, like... It was like this big rotation, and every once in a while, we just have to put it down and rest for a little while. Because I mean, it was <laughs> it was tough. Um, one, I'll show you one place we had to get to. There was no way to get it down except to literally put it like lift it up on its end mm-hmm. and and very slowly roll it down Ooh, the mountain. That's, I mean, it was that sounds like a way to squash somebody. It was it was <laughs> it's very challenging. Um, and so you get there, and these people have dug a nine-foot hole mm-hmm. in the ground that's basically three foot around. And most of them are perfect. I mean, like, it looks like someone just could slide a tube down there. They're just mm. unbelievably perfect. Um, and so you get there, and you have to uh, you have to start mixing concrete together and uh we literally concrete the uh the slab in and then you build over to the side you're building up the house you know putting it together with bolts and nuts and screws and everything and then um once we get the slab on there then we put a toilet on there and the toilet literally it's just a it's just a toilet i mean there's there's no lid Mm. because they don't have like the the lids that they got down there are just like these plastic pieces of junk right like thin thin plastic and they would just they wouldn't be worth putting on there 
because they were just breaking the weather. So, um, but we concrete that in even, like literally concrete it into the, you know, set it on the hole, concrete all around it, mound it up, put the house on, put the roof on. And for many people, it's the first time they've ever had any type of, of toilet ever. Mm. So we talked to this one guy. He was 76 years old. And, um, of course, we we have to have translators. We, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Um, I, I know, like, a few things. But I grew up in West Texas. Most of the Spanish that I know is going to get me in trouble. Okay? Like, <laughs> not the good kind of Spanish, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, but, like, this guy's 76 years old, and he's just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, you know, it's unbelievable blessing, all these kind of things. Right. He said, this is, this, he said, when this cures, basically, is what he said, uh-huh. and, and I can use it, it'll be the first time I've ever sat on a toilet. That's crazy. 76 years old. And, like, you hear those kind of stories, but the, but here's the problem, man. Like, sanitation is a problem down mm. there. I mean, because you know where they go to the bathroom? In the woods. There, and <laughs> there, and there, and there, and there. And it's just like, I mean, it's it's in everything that they do. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's, it's a, it's a huge issue. Sanitation is. And so this gives it, I mean, I'm sitting here going, okay, not only did we give this man a toilet, we gave him some dignity (laughs) to sit on a toilet. To poop in the rain. Yeah. I mean, and some of them have had like holes in the ground before, but that's all they are. Just a hole in the ground. You know, they don't actually have, I mean, you know, they're not flushable, but they got water in a bucket and, and pour it down. Did I I tell Um, you about my conversation with Adrian about that? Yeah, a couple weeks ago, I, I listened. <laughs> I listened, and and you're not wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, it is possible to just go poop in the yard, but I mean, I'm not saying like, I want to. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, like when the rain comes, yeah. I mean, fertilizer. It's just it's <laughs> well, it's just washing it wherever it washes it, you know. Yeah, and uh, the same thing with you know pee on the ground, whatever. It's just it's gross. Yeah. You know? Well, so to take it a different direction. Um, did I, did I tell you I was, I test drove the, the, the Fabuloso experiment? Oh no. Yeah. Really? I tried it. Okay. It works. Really? It really works. Okay. Like legit works. Interesting. Like my kids. Expound. Well, so if you, if you haven't seen it, there was like a, I was, I think it was like something on a TikTok or a reel or something. I don't know. Right. Um, but you, uh, what you do is you take a bottle of Fabuloso mm-hmm. and you stick it in your toilet's tank mm-hmm. and see where the water line comes up to. And then you puncture the bottle there and then just leave the bottle in your toilet. And so every time you flush the toilet, it will bring the water back up to that level, send some water in, will it pull some Fabuloso out? And so your bathroom like almost never stinks. Mm. Um, now, you know, eventually you got to replace the bottle because it sure. it up. But like it's... It's going to take it a while. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not using it fast. That's interesting. Um, and I was I was worried it was like... It's cleaning like it too. Bounce around. Yeah. And like get hung up in there with all the yeah. different cords. Right. And, and it doesn't? Doesn't. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And I was like, this is... I, like, whoever thought of this is just a genius. Genius. Yeah. Uh, 
So the things you can do with Fabuloso. I know. <laughs> and I'm sorry. You're just like if you tell me you don't like the smell of Fabuloso, you're wrong. You're just lying. Right. You're just lying right. because you want to use I don't know some Lysol. No, you Pine want Lysol. You want, I don't you know. want to. What's the one that like everyone is like? Oh, I'm such a conscientious person because I don't use that other. Oh, like the like like the natural stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know the names. I don't know. Obviously, I use them. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We use we use like I mean a lot of times we're using like the Lysol brand or mm. the you know the toilet bowl cleaner stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but there's there's those brands that are like the children of hippies. <laughs> the children of hippies. That should be a brand. Yeah, it, that actually should be the a brand. All right. So uh, I I looked this up while you were talking about it because I was curious. Because I mean like it's it's an impoverished nation and yeah. I was like okay so what does this country actually do? Do you know? Could you could do you think you could name the top three exports of Honduras since you since you've been there? I bet I could come close. I, I bet number I, one is shrimp. Okay. I bet number two is coffee. Okay. And I bet number three. Oh, geez. What would number three be? It's probably not. Probably not food. I'm guessing. Um, I'm guessing some sort of clothing item. Okay, those are my. Those are my. I, if you had to guess, that's what I had to guess. Okay, you you actually weren't that far off. Okay, you you got them out of order. Okay, um, and you were wrong on the third one. Okay, so coffee's number one. Okay, at forty seven percent. Yeah, and dude, let me tell you. Dude, the coffee that comes from there, uh-huh. the climate matters, the soil matters, the way they do it matters. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Like, yeah. I don't even, you know me. Mm-hmm. Do I drink coffee? Never. No. I drink it every day in Honduras. Mm. Every day. Hmm. Multiple times. In fact, that's one of the things that's one. Are you drinking it black? Yeah. 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 It's so good, man. Yeah, well, like when you make when you make coffee, right? Like I don't think it necessarily needs like sugar or milk or anything right. like that. Um, most people just don't make it right. Right. And I'm too lazy to do it every day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, uh, coffee at 47%. Yep. Shrimp okay. at 21%. Okay. And then bananas. Bananas. At 11%. Like the only other thing I would have said other that was food, I, I might've said corn, but, yeah. um, I don't know that they're shipping a lot of, I think they eat a lot of their corn. And it's like the, the other three agricultural exports that they have that were surprising to me. Uh, this one's not so much melons, mm. um, lobsters. Oh yeah. Interesting. Um, and then pineapples, pineapples. Yeah. I, okay. I, now, it's only, I it's don't only think I've ever 3% even, of their exports, but pineapples. I, I've never even had a pineapple there. The so, bananas I've had and they're mm-hmm. f- freaking delicious. In fact, I've had these little, I don't know what they're called, but they're, they're small bananas. They're like, like a, like a plantain almost. Yeah. Yeah, but they're they're thicker and they're uh, they're shorter than a regular banana. But okay. they're very very good. And honestly, like I don't love plantain. Oh really? I, I, it's it's fine, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't love it. So I I've had it in uh, one way that I do like it is in a taco. Okay, with like beans and uh, what is in there? Beans and what about like plantain chips? Yeah, I mean. They're fine, yeah, but I, I don't love them. So, 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I've enjoyed them. There's a there's a South American preparation for them where they like almost like kind of like roast them and then pan fry them mm-hmm. with sour cream. Oh, I've not had it that way. Um, that and that one I've I've enjoyed. Um, and then I think like plantain chips. Um, have you ever had them with chimichurri? No, that was a big game changer for me. Is when okay. I ate them with with chimichurri. I could like that. So I could see that. It's just a different. Yeah. yeah. In fact, so most of the, most of the shrimp that we eat mm-hmm. comes from Honduras. In oh, the US, here in the States? In the U.S. Most of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. And they have huge shrimp packing plants. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and coffee, I just knew that that was huge. Um, I've actually been, been tickling my aquaponics itch. Oh, really? Bit. And shrimp and craw- crayfish are two of the ones that they're like, you can actually do really good really? with shrimp and crayfish in your in your aquaponic system. Okay. Um, I don't know that I have time to <laughs> itch that scratch. Yeah. But I've, you know, I was looking back through some of my research materials and some books that I'd read, and I was like, oh, yeah, I really wanted to. That would be fun. Yeah. I, I You know, it's the land. <laughs> Living with the land. Living with they the got land, the baby. aquaponics. That's right. I know, man. Like everybody wants to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just doing it. Well, it's man. It's it to do it the way that you want to do it though uh-huh. is so expensive. Yeah. So we we saw the the aquaponics deal at the Texas Ag Life uh, mm-hmm. Extension yeah. Center. Um, Agri Life. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah, Agri Life. Uh, that was a pretty cool setup that they have over there. Um, I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, but yeah. So speaking of water, so um, that's the other thing is like a lot of these people they don't have running water. They got to carry yeah. their water uh, from one place to the other. And uh, the thing is, like in those mountains that we're at, there's tons of springs, mm-hmm. but they got to go to the spring and get it. Honestly, it would not be all that crazy to build a pipeline, right? Uh, two individual homes. Uh, the reason I asked what, what their homes are made of is like, there's a lot of thatch uh, roofs there. Um, there as well. A lot of people, if they have any resources at all, which most of them don't, a lot of them barter. They, okay. they just barter for a lot of stuff. Um, they, and I think it's almost like they have a co-op with some other people. Like they'll trade corn for this or beans for that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they may have the Mexican tiles, and they'll they'll use those for roofs. But like Are you talking about like those curves, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, like the clay tiles. But what a lot of people do mm-hmm. is they just use whatever they can find. They'll use trash bags. Okay. They'll use tiles. They'll use thatch. Like literally, we found homes that have all of that on one roof. Yeah. You know, and it's uh it's crazy. Um. But then a lot of the homes, they build them out of mud. Okay. Like, yeah. And they're, they're strong. Oh, yeah, man. Um, a mud, I mean, like, a mud house is, like, mud and straw. They're easy to keep cool. They are. I mean, yep. they, they'll protect you from the, you know, the rain. I yep. Mean, and, and every once in a while, you might find someone that has a solar panel uh-huh. just to run a light at right. night. Uh, but they, dude, I got to show you a picture of an oven that uh, we found there. It's the largest oven I've ever seen, mm-hmm. ever. Like, they, the lady that was baking for us, because we had just built the latrine, and so she, they, 
they fed us like crazy, man. Sure. Um, she was baking some some bread, and she had six 11 by 13 pans in that oven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was huge. What was it? Was like electrical? Was it? No, it's just a clay. Oh, it's a clay it's, oven. It's a clay oven. Uh, it's a dome, and it's fired by wood. Oh, that's so. Oh, uh, it's amazing, dude. And then the they're they're uh, like the way they're they're cooking pots and pans and stuff is very similar. They've mm-hmm. got they've got like this clay thing with with two holes in it, and they put the fire in there and they just set a pot on on these little on these holes, and the holes are slightly smaller than the pan. Or the pot. That's how they do that. That they they boil water for coffee. Yeah, they do all that kind of stuff. So, and I've always, I mean, like I, I I I've known for a long time that people cook. I mean, like and and you know, people around us use like earthware or whatever, and it's like all yeah. it's clay pots. Sure, but like I've always wondered, like once you've cured those, uh-huh. like how does your food not taste like dirt when you cook in it? Yeah, you know, I mean, like how does how does that even work? It, yeah, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. I I mean I trust it. Like I've eaten plenty of things out of clay pots. Um, but like it it should taste oh that thing's awesome. Yeah. Y'all can't see, but Kevin's showing me a Yeah, I there's no way you can see that, but like there here here it is from the side. Look how mm-hmm. big, I mean that thing's huge. It's massive. And uh But see that makes yeah, sense look, to me. They're... That that makes sense to me. Like because you're not like the food's not touching the clay. No, 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 it's you, not. You know. But like a clay pot, like why does the stew not taste like red dirt? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe it does, and we just like it. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, I imagine there's like some sort of like. This is the road we drove on. <laughs> kind of looks like my driveway. Uh, <laughs> it's true, but it gets worse. Like the the further in we go, um, like it gets to the point where. There is um, not much of a road left. Yeah. And this ends, and then it's just a trail. I see one of the uh, electrical poles. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing on it. Yeah. Just just a pole. Yep. It's crazy. I guess you can climb it up if a cougar gets after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's literally the end of the road right there. And it's done. Nowhere else to go. So, yeah. Um... Here's the thing, one of those latrines mm-hmm. costs five hundred dollars. Oh my god! That's that is. There's not that much material there. Is that the material cost? That's or the material it- cost. That's the labor to get them prefabricated because they do pay the people that build them, right? And you know, gas, the trucks, um, the whole the whole thing. They're roughly about like to to do everything you have to do. I mean, there's concrete. Um, we got, you know, we got bags of cement, all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, in the toilet. I mean, Mm. all of it, it's about 500 bucks to give someone probably anywhere from five to seven years of, okay. A place to go to the bathroom. Um, and, uh, the more of them they have in the village, the longer they last, you know? So I, it's one of those things where like, if if you were to tell the reason they don't have it, have one is because they don't have five hundred bucks. Yeah, they, there's no way they can ever afford five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, if if you got to choose, it's between, a luxury that's out of reach, right? If you've got to choose between eating 
and or even like working right and doing something for your family or having a toilet you're that's like a last resort for them mm. we we see people that have um phones um how are they getting phones well believe it or not i i had decent signal in a lot of those areas yeah, what what I mean though is you're telling me like they can't spend five hundred bucks on a toilet. Like, how are they getting a phone? That, they're, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's the get, same question I have for people here. I mean, like you tell me you can't pay your rent, you can't buy groceries, but right. like you have a two thousand dollar phone. Yeah. I, I see it right there, yeah. right. and you got all the accessories for it. Huh. Like, makes no sense. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't. Yeah. I don't understand. Most of these are not nice phones. Sure, I mean they're cheap flip phones. Stuff, but it's a phone, and but but it helps. Like, but they're on it for like no time. Mm-hmm. And they they're not using it to check anything. You know, they're they, not like updating their <laughs> no. their Twitter page. No, they're absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but you know, for them to, I mean, it's like thirty thousand limps for them to to buy something like that. Well, there's no way that they have the money for that, but. For us to go over there, we built ten of them, so it's five grand. Right. I mean, honestly, I like. I think about that, and I go, "Man, five hundred bucks doesn't go that far here." Right. It just doesn't. Um, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money. I'm. Gonna, I'll put it out there. Right. Like you couldn't get a toilet installed in your house for five hundred bucks right now. No, you absolutely couldn't. I mean, like. I'm, Maybe you could, but you wouldn't like it. No, I mean, the toilet itself is going to cost a couple hundred of that. Right. And then, you know, by the time you get a plumber out there, you all do the all the extra thing. parts. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's it's more than 500 bucks. Right. Absolutely. And I don't know. It's it's crazy because, like, even in the place where, where they do have running water and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they don't have good water pressure. And so you're, like, having to hold the, the uh, handle down. Mm-hmm. Until it goes all the way down, you get back to the states. You press that lever, water goes down. Yeah. It's amazing, <laughs> right? And like stuff like that. It, you, you get back and you go, man, this is it's crazy. The things that we complain about, like the, the issues that we wind up having. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I was talking to a guy the other day, and he was like, yeah, man, my this is happening a lot right now. Um, my, my contractor just left. He was building an outdoor kitchen. Mm-hmm. My contractor just left. I needed, he said, the granite work needs to be done. The masonry needs to be finished. And uh, I think, like, the the appliances need to be installed. That's it. The rest of it's done, but the contractor ghosted him. Can't figure out how to get a hold of him. Jeez. And this is happening, like, I'm, I'm finding that this is happening regularly. Right. And I'm sitting here going, eh, can't get your outdoor kitchen finished, huh? <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and 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 I I just I don't know, it, it it makes you think about the things that are important for sure. Um, I I think that's one of the most valuable parts about an experience like that is to to be able to go over and see not just how other people live, but how in in and I in many situations like this, it's not to minimize their experience, but how much happier they are oh, 
than most yeah. of the people that you encounter on a daily 100%. basis who have way more to be grateful for. Right. And when they have less, that their mental health is better. Mm-hmm. Um, in many cases, like their diet is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just generally happier. Yeah. It's, it I'm, really, I'm not saying it really they're, is I'm amazing. Not, I'm not saying they're better off. No, they're not. I, I'm not saying they're happier. Sure. There's a difference. No, no, no. You're, you're exactly right. I mean, you know what? I, we saw tons of kids, right? Mm-hmm. You know what they were playing with? Like a stick. Yeah. And rocks. <laughs> like like one kid was like, basically said, I bet you I can hit that tree limb. Mm-hmm. But that's how he was playing. <laughs> I mean, and he did, by the I way. He probably quite, a bit. <laughs> quite often he was hitting the tree limb. Uh, but but the thing is, like, the kids are playing and the adults are working. Yeah. That's that's what it is. They're dirty. I mean, you know, they don't they don't have a good place to, to wash and, mm-hmm. and those sorts of things. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. This happened uh, on a trip come back from Nicaragua. Uh, one of the workers uh, was driving me to the airport, and uh, we were just talking, and, and he said, um, I, I asked him, I said, is this your truck or is this the the mission's truck? And he said, no, nah, it's not mine, but I'm I'm saving to try to get one, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're expensive. Yeah. And he said, do you have a truck? And I said, yeah, I do. He said, what is it? And I said, uh, it's, a, it's an 04 GMC Sierra. This is my last vehicle I had. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, oh, 5.3 liter? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yes, it is the 5.3 liter. How do you know that? And he's like, I, I just enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, is that the only vehicle you have? I was like, no, no, no. We have a, we have a minivan too. He's like, oh, really? What is it? I was like, what's well, a 2014 Honda Odyssey? He was like, oh, those are great. Those are great. He was like, do you have a house? I said, yeah. Yeah, I do. He said, he said, how big is it? I'm like, <laughs> stop asking <laughs> questions, man. Like, <laughs> you're asking too many questions. And I was like, well, uh, you know, it's uh, and, and it, like 1,900 square feet. Mm-hmm. It's got four bedrooms and two and a half baths. And he was like, Really? I said, yeah. And he goes, you have kids? I was like, yeah, I got two kids. He was like, are you rich? <laughs> that, that was, that's how that happened. Yeah. Are you rich? And I looked at him and I said, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm not rich. Yeah. I mean, by by any standard that you and where I, I live, with, yeah. a 1,900 square foot house in the neighborhood it was in. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I'm I'm driving an 04 truck, mm-hmm. you know, like there's nothing about this that screams luxury. There's nothing about this that makes you go, that guy, he's living the lap of luxury over here. Right. Yeah. You know, but like, there's no other way I could answer him mm-hmm. other than to say, yes, I'm absolutely rich. And I think that's the thing that I, that I get. And, 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 you know, we, we could talk about a lot of stuff on here, but uh, sometimes just putting some stuff into perspective and go, you know what, be be thankful for that, you know, two-bathroom house that you've got. Right. That the toilet flushes every time you you push the lever. Yeah. Right? Be happy whenever you, you pull the knob on the shower that the water comes on and you can shower after a long, hot day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that it's hot water. It's hot water. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we were complaining last week about a $300 surcharge on, on a water bill. And what'd you, uh, what'd you do? Just paid it. Oh, it was electric. It was electrical bill. You, you paid it. Yeah. Right. And, and like that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm, I just, anyway, 
we're, we're blessed people. And, um, you know, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. But it, it also makes you more irritated at those that whine about not having more. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. That, I mean, that that's, that's where, I mean, like I, I get that, like, I think the, the better perspective would be to just walk away and be grateful. But, like, it just really grates on me <laughs> that when I when I hear people, like, well, I don't, I don't make enough. And, like, right. it's not a living wage. And I'm like, you don't know what a living wage is. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, and that's the thing, like, a living wage is what you, what you live on. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're, I, I think that that's something to put into perspective, too, is, like, so many people live way past their means where we are. Yeah. You know, their credit cards are maxed out. They've got loans out for, you know, three, two, three vehicles and a you yeah. know, massive mortgage on a home. And like, if they lost their job today, like screwed, they're screwed. Yep. Right. And so they wind up doing what they have to, to live the way that they want to. Yep. Rather than living the way they want to, so they can do whatever they want to. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I don't know. There, there's a lot to be learned. I don't have all the answers. All I know is that I think that uh, that whenever whenever we're sitting here talking about home renovations, when we're talking about you know hiring contractors and um, you know owning your home better and all the things that go into that, um, you know, I, I guess just just remember that you know there there are places where if you've got an extra five hundred bucks, like let me know. Send, send me an email at info at homeownershow.com. <laughs> if you got an extra 500 bucks, you want to help build a latrine down in Honduras for someone who some yeah. politician is going to promise them a toilet and they're never going to get one. I can put that money to good use. And yeah, uh, I mean, rather, rather than it. it going to like a, a, a faceless nonprofit, like you, you know, the people who have boots on the ground that are actually going to get some stuff done. That's exactly right. So, yeah. So, yeah. and I do have some answers for those whiners. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think I do too. <laughs> School will be in session. Yes. It won't be long. It won't be long. <laughs> so anyway, I don't have anything else, man. I, I feel like it's a little bit of a somber ending here <laughs> to this. It's kind of a somber episode in a lot of ways. In, I mean, in a lot of ways. No, I think, I think, I mean, you know, if you have a house, you are a blessed person. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, blessed blessed beyond what most people in this world live and experience every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't take it for granted. Enjoy no. it. Enjoy it for what it is. And, and, you know, so many of us waste our time looking at our home, not as our home, but in comparison to what somebody else has. Yes, That's so better. Yep. Um, or what we perceive as better. Um, and, you know, like part of, part of being a good homeowner is enjoying the home that you have. Yeah. And taking care of it, yeah, you know, like, and like, look, I, I, I love where we live now, mm-hmm. um, and I hated the last house, right, that we were in. I'm also super grateful for that house. Mm. I mean, like, we became, it afforded you the opportunity to live here, didn't absolutely, it? it did. you know, and we became a family in that house. Sure, it was, I mean, like, you know, like, even though I didn't like the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily the house wasn't my favorite. It wasn't built like I like, but all those things, but like. It was good for me. Mm-hmm. It was good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Timing was perfect for it. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, if if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show. Yeah, and specifically, 
we're YouTube. Trying to, we're trying to bump some YouTube numbers yeah. right now. You don't even have to watch us on YouTube. Just go over there and hit the <laughs> subscribe button. That's really all we're asking. That's right. And I'll link that up in the show notes uh, so that people can get to that pretty easily. And we're not we're not one of those weird YouTube channels. We're not going to like bombard you with stuff. Like we put out like an episode a week. Yeah. And then a couple little, we put well, out some be, clips. Just because you subscribe to it doesn't mean you have to get the bell notifications either. That's right. Like, and, and we would love for you to do that do and that. actually watch it. But here's the thing. We need a thousand subscribers. And we need a thousand subscribers just so we can name our channel. That's it. That's, That's all we really want to do. Really just we want to name domain. our channel. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> we just want to name it. So <laughs> like youtube.com slash the homeowner show. That's all we want. And and like we know it's possible because thousands of you follow us on Facebook. Sure. So all you got to do, if you're listening right now, which it's at the end of the episode, it's almost been an hour talking about third world country, least you could do. Right. Hop over to YouTube for just a moment. Click subscribe. Give a give a click. Give a click. <laughs> That'll be phenomenal. <laughs> right. And then after you're there, there you can go over to iTunes and you can leave a rating and review over there. Yep. If, if you're in the mood. You're just an, you're having an ambitious evening. That's right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why yeah. not? I mean, help us out. Yeah. So join a carpool. <laughs> that way you don't have to drive. That's true. And you can be on your phone. That's true. Giving us all the love. And you're going to have to do that uh, this weekend because I-45 South is going to be closed <laughs> for three days. Completely closed. Glad I don't live down there. Don't do not try to go I forty five South <laughs> Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. You're going to be disappointed. What are they doing there? So the San Jacinto Bridge is like broken. Oh really? So, yeah, I mean, you've driven across it, and like there's a big plate mm-hmm. across the bridge with like big bolts through it, and it's like whenever you drive over it. Oh, so they're fixing it. It's because the bridge has literally started separating. At this point, and Houston they, has decided it would be bad if people died on a bridge. Well, here's the thing: Con, the the big joke was Conroe's trying to separate from the woodlands. <laughs> that was the whole big, <laughs> the whole big like seceding yeah. from the woodlands, uh, unsuccessfully. Did you say that back in the day? Um, this was like in the in the late '90s. Uh, there was no bridge between Spring and the woodlands. Oh, really? Over that. Uh, what is that? Yeah. I don't know where the creek is right there. Yeah. But like, you know, Gosling, mm-hmm. like you could like literally stand at the end of Gosling and look across the creek and see the woodlands. Oh, that's weird. And it was, it was a massive fight for a long time as oh, to I who bet. was going to pay for the bridge uh-huh. to connect those two. Wow. Uh, yeah. If it, if it were me and I had the money, I would pay for it to put get it, people over to my side. Well, <laughs> but, you know, if you're an individual, it's like, yeah, I'll build it and I'll put a toll. Exactly. Right there and you exactly. can all pay me a nickel every time you go across. Yep. Cuz can you imagine not having that now? Oh, jeez. I mean, that I'm over there regularly and I don't know live anywhere near that area. Yeah. But, but there's good places to eat. There are good places to eat. <laughs> Going over there on Friday, matter are of you? fact. Yeah. Where are you going to eat? Uh the refuge. Oh. Yeah, but that's over on Kirkendall. Either way. It's good stuff. Oh, heck yeah. So, so we're not going to the Rangers game, Astros Rangers game. No, my, night. <laughs> my mom my mom bailed on my dad for their anniversary. Oh, so I'm, I'm taking him out to dinner. Good for him. So she's she's down in Florida. Get him a old fashioned and a glass of wine. Yes. That's what he wants. We're gonna have a humdinger of an evening. <laughs> that's right, man. Well, cool. Well, uh, listen, thank you for uh, for subscribing because we know you're going to. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for uh, listening to today's episode and uh, for listening to us. Uh-
on all the uh, social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, all those things. And um, we're glad you're with us. And it, don't forget, if you have any questions, you want to contact us, info at homeownershow.com is what you got. But thanks for being here. We're here each and every Tuesday. Until next time, we'll see you later. See you.